is up, everybody? Welcome back to Mile Higher Podcast, where we take your mind a mile higher. And today on episode 82, we are going to be talking about the Bohemian Grove, finally. Yes. And the Bohemian Club. Yes, yes. Really interesting topic. And we've mentioned it so many times on our podcast, and we're always like, oh, we got to do a whole episode know, on it. We've got to do a whole episode on it. We never have. Here we are. So here finally doing one. we are. The mystery of Bohemian Grove, man. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of stuff to dig into with this one. Uh, so we'll go ahead and just jump right into things. But before we do, we want to thank our sponsors for today's episode. We've got Calm, Upstart, Snow, and Stamps.com sponsoring today's show. Thanks so much, guys. But let's go ahead and jump into woke news for today. The first story is India attempted to land their probe, their Vikram probe, on the south pole of the moon. Mm-hmm. And they got so close to doing it um well the probe did make it to the moon but Mm -hmm. literally like a mile above the surface of the moon right before they're about to land they completely lose communication with this thing yeah and they don't know why which is devastating no they don't know why just like all of a sudden they're like (laughs) everybody's getting ready to celebrate can you imagine like really sucks what the control room must have been like i mean there was like some clips of it that came out and just like as soon as they lost communication everybody just looks Well, this was like a big deal for India. Oh, yeah. Well, they were trying to join, you know, the rest of the countries, Mm -hmm. which there's only a couple, including us, who have actually Mm -hmm. landed successfully on the moon. Mm -hmm. It's actually a lot harder to do this than I think a lot of people think. Yeah. Because we've done it a couple, you know, a couple of times. But in reality, it's extremely hard to Mm -hmm. put something into space for one and two, successfully navigate it to like uh, the moon or, you know, even another planet one day. But yeah. They lost complete control of it because the plan was is that this probe was going to land on the surface and then there was a rover that they had in there. So not only was it just like a probe, it was a super expensive rover. And we were talking millions and millions, maybe even billions of dollars they put into this thing. That sucks. And they have no idea. As of today, like this happened, I think yesterday or the day before, and they still have no contact with this thing at all. Oh, man. Which is just What a disappointment. Yeah. And I mean, there's that could have been really cool. Who knows what it could be? I mean, there up. might even be people's jobs on the line here, you know, like maybe yeah. somebody messed up or, you know, maybe I mean, because because it went off like the path of like the last second, it just veered off like the actual what the uh, proposed plan or the uh, planned location for the mm-hmm. landing was. So, yeah, that really sucks for them because recently too in April, Israel tried to land on the moon. Remember? Oh, and right. mm-hmm. it crashed they didn't yep. make it it was unsuccessful it. so so at least this was a little better than that yeah they got like 90 95 percent of the way there yeah. but they haven't you know completed the mission because it's the, so hard god and it's just to the moon it's just to our closest like thing planetary body yeah, yeah. and to think that we're like we are like oh we're gonna go to mars and things like that or go beyond into the it doesn't solar sound it as hard like, as it clearly is to do oh yeah but no. doesn't it make you like seeing how hard it is for them to do like it makes you wonder how we were able to do it like so totally. easily on the first try in and the multiple 60s. times and then why haven't we gone back if yeah. it was that easy yeah and it's i'm expensive. not saying it was faked we have no idea <laughs> no and i mean people say you know <laughs> i don't think it was faked. official reasons because it's just expensive. it is interesting to think about it yeah it yeah is. if we never went in the first place but yeah well, I mean, it was pretty easy for them, and they live streamed the whole thing. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> yeah, that's it was a like whole the other '60s thing. too. I don't yeah. know. It's just wild to me. It is wild, and yet we lost. How, how does that even work? You know, like yeah. we live stream, you know, like Neil Armstrong on the moon, but yet like these guys in 2019 can't even like maintain yeah. like just communication with the the damn thing. I know, it's like, and what I know it sounds kind of like, weird. What the hell, man? What's going on? So 
I don't know. We'll see what happens. I mean, as of right now, no communication and it could have crashed. It might have landed successfully and they just can't talk to it. So I don't know. We'll have to see what happens with that. The next story, though, is is pretty. I don't mm. know. This kind of came out of left field. I, I didn't really see this coming, but it, it makes a, yeah. a lot of sense, really, that that they're doing this. But essentially, um, a criminal complaint was filed in Los Angeles federal court on September 4th. A 28-year-old Hollywood Hills man named Cameron James, uh, I believe his last name is Petit, uh, is how you pronounce that? Maybe it's Petit, who knows? Petit, whatever. (laughs) Piece of shit should be what his last name is. (laughs) No, but basically the the DEA, um, the Drug Enforcement Agency, went after him because he allegedly Mm -hmm. sold Mac Miller, the rapper, drugs um, that were laced with fentanyl. Mm-hmm. That led to his death essentially. So they're holding him accountable for his death and charging him accordingly. Um, which yeah. this is something that they've started doing re- in recent years because of the fentanyl crisis in in America because it's like killing so many people. It's and so horrible. It's so potent and just dangerous. Yeah, Janelle was telling us earlier she's heard of cases where uh, police officers just smell it or it's like inhale strong. it and yeah. have gotten injured or mm-hmm. even died. Yeah, don't quote me on this, but I think it's like a hundred times more powerful than morphine isn't it like a horse tranquilizer or am i just completely wrong about that yeah isn't it, some it, type can, of it can be used for that yeah i mean it's it's intense there's stuff. a reason why they like put it on percocets and things like that because it has a, the similar effect but this is good um, to see like some accountability on a big case like this for mac miller you know right because uh, a lot of people will see this and you know maybe yeah. people will be more careful with what they're dealing out I mean, yeah, I mean, if you're going to deal drugs, you better be dealing responsibly, you know, and obviously that doesn't happen usually. um, But it makes sense now, though, because remember, we talked about it when uh, when it originally happened, when Mac died Mm -hmm. on the podcast. I remember we're doing Mm -hmm. it as one of our intro topics and we were like kind of confused about how exactly. But this makes so much sense. No, it it absolutely does. So Cameron is in jail being held without a bond. Uh, mm-hmm. Waiting his his trial and he's facing up to 20 years for wow. uh, distribution of a tr- uh, controlled substance they're cracking down on uh, that. drug trafficking jar, uh, charge. Yeah. Well, that's what the DA is saying is they're like, we're going to come after everybody that's dealing any sort of like, well, drugs in general, but especially drugs laced with fentanyl because, mm-hmm. um, you know, fent- so fentanyl mixed with anything else is just a deadly so concoction, nasty. which is yeah. how uh, Mac Miller died. But What's interesting, though, is that through this investigation, the they have obtained text messages uh, through search warrants mm-hmm. and things like that. And, you know, they've released like messages between Mac Miller and him the day before he actually got these uh, pills that ultimately led to his death. Um, and That's he ordered them up and stuff. And I mean, he was doing pretty much every drug yeah. in the book, but mm-hmm. and drinking too. But the Cameron claims he had no idea that they were laced when he sold them to him. So he's like, I'm not guilty of this because I didn't know, you know, like which maybe he didn't know. Yeah. And at the same time, do you want to, I do kind of feel for him in a way like 20 years isn't, is a long time. And it could have been a big mistake. Like he could have gotten it from someone else, not knowing. And he's going to, he could potentially go away for that long because he actually does have uh, prior uh, drug charges already. So I feel like 20 years is kind of excessive for drugs. Yeah. But but we're talking but, about yeah. The death but now here. you're looking at it almost as a murder case. Mac know? Miller probably wouldn't have died if he had taken pills yeah. that weren't laced with fentanyl. That's essentially right. what the story is here. Is that, no, I mean it makes sense. It does. It just it's a lot. Twenty years. That's a lot. But this is interesting because this kind of makes you might think a little bit differently about Cameron. So in Instagram messages obtained by the DEA, Cameron clearly voices feelings of guilt for what happened to Miller. 
Really? Um, but he had no admission that he realized the drugs were counterfeit. So he knew. Oh. He quote unquote said, I think horrible. I should probably not post anything just to be smart. Oh, I quote see. Quote unquote, I'm going to get off the grid, move to another country. This was right after uh, Mac Miller died. I am oh not my great. Gosh. So Most likely totally I will knew. die in jail. He wrote in another. Oh, so yeah, he, he, dude. So that just shows you that he could have known that yeah. these were not. Wow. That this could have happened. And that's I mean, what they're for all, alluding to. Geez, he could like technically you could argue that he could have poisoned him almost, you know? Yeah, totally. I mean, it makes sense. Wow. So yeah, the federal government's cracking down on this and he is I think he's gonna end up going away for a long time for this. Damn. But rightfully Good. so, man. I mean Yeah. No, definitely. Drug dealer or not, you know, yeah. whether you're no, somebody No, I was does questioning drugs, the like, amount of time. Is 20 years fair? I, I don't know. I think some sentences are a bit much. I well, think that he needs to do time for sure. But I think you can learn a lesson in a shorter time than 20 years personally. Well, yeah. And I mean, God, like lately I've been watching so many jail shows, you know, all the different reality shows on prison these days. Hmm. And like prison is just such a horrible place that it just ruins people. It's not rehabilitating anybody. No. And to th and that's true for people that do, you know, go to prison for drugs. They're usually put in with a bunch of other people right. that have done a bunch of other crazier yeah. things, which ends up just, you know, in the end, fucking up even more than when you went yeah. in. So and there's hella drugs and in there's jail, drugs. Yeah, so. that's the that's the big thing, too. It's not a drug free zone no. in prison at all. So no, it's not, you know, is it? Is that really the right way to go? Is there another way for him to repay, you know, this yeah. debt that he he has? So I mean, this is really good. This is definitely good to see on a large scale someone go down for this because people need to understand how serious sets an example, it is. Like, yeah, it's just definitely sets a big you example sell, on a public you know, stage, especially poisonous drugs, essentially mm -hmm. toxic drugs that will kill you. You're gonna go to prison for it. You're gonna get caught. And so wild. so, I mean, that's the good good thing to that. I guess is that. They're really cracking down on that, but okay. This next yeah. story, we really wanted to talk <laughs> this, about this. I'm sure oh all of you have gosh. heard this because yeah, it, was it, it actually was everywhere this week. But I still wanted to this talk is so about it. So ridiculous. We heard man. about it before the mainstream got their hands on it, and then I was like bummed out because like everyone started it was reporting on all on it. the late shows. And yeah, stuff. it was on. Like, I think all three late shows. I don't <laughs> even know if Kimmel's on yet, but it was on like The View and Colbert talks about ABC. It stuff, yeah. yeah, but there is a it's Catholic fair. school. That has decided to now in 2019, folks, ban Harry Potter mm -hmm. because they cited there is a risk of conjuring evil spirits with real magic. Mm -hmm. Their concern is that if the books are read out loud, that this, there's actual real spells inside and that it could possibly possess students in yeah. the school. Yeah. Which I <laughs> what mean, do you think? Which I mean, on the, on the flip side, I mean, it is a Catholic school, so I do sort of understand like him thinking that because apparently this reverend it's a pastor at the school he apparently I, which what makes you just like one day decide oh you know let's let's ban harry potter yeah let's, i feel like he's a little late to the game yeah maybe? or just like a little paranoid maybe or something and apparently he reached out to uh exorcists in rome even um in the united states oh. and apparently they agreed with him that children should not be reading harry potter books because of the you Spells. know ability to become possessed or so when they say like blah 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 trosa, well, yeah. <laughs> what do they say in the Harry Potter movies? Uh, like something Leviosa. Um, oh. <laughs> I know Expecto Patronus. Oh, there's is the so one many people are like screaming at their thing, like you idiots. I know, you know the know killing nothing. spell. 
Avada oh. Kedavra or whatever. Avada, I think it's like Avada Kedavra. Oh, is the, isn't that what he uses yeah. on like... That's like when Voldemort's like... Yeah. Or the Death yeah. Eaters. I'm kind of a Harry Potter fan. I can't tell. Kind um, of. Yeah. <laughs> but no, but the, the other part of this too is not just that it, they could conjure spirits and stuff, but just... And this is what happened in the past too is that it glorifies witchcraft and the occult and magic and yeah, any well, of this yeah. stuff is they don't evil like anything related to like be, pagan or yeah yeah which which this would remember like when harry that. potter first came out this was like a huge thing i mean maybe you didn't hear about it because yeah you i didn't religious I mean, or no. in the religious community but like i was just young so i probably wasn't pastors everywhere were like do not let your kids read. really yeah it was a big deal man so why is he just reigniting this now I don't know. That that's what's weird about it. Is this the first time they've like banned it from a school or maybe something? they've had some possessions at their school or something? <laughs> Doubt it. <laughs> Which I don't understand. It's it's not like Harry Potter is that dark even. It's not like it's there's some crazy shit book. happening in it. Settle down. It's like yeah. a, a mother. They're like wrote levitating them. shit and like riding broomsticks yeah. around. Like, come on. This isn't that crazy. I know, it's so funny though. Yeah. So. I love seeing what an issue to really, you know, put your your foot down about Harry Potter books. <laughs> really picking the hard yeah. issues out there. Good job, sir. Can you imagine being that kid at the school that's like halfway through the series and then he comes back <laughs> to school and he goes to get like the gobble to fire and it's not there. Yeah. And he's like, fuck. And his mom's his like, we read the emails. We know. We, yeah. we know all about Harry Potter. You cannot have those. So he just can't finish the story. That sucks. Like, Damn, he'll never know what happened. Yeah. Well, that's let's a... all pray for those kids. <laughs> and let's move on to our first sponsors for today. All right. Let's get in to... The secrets of the bohemian grove first thing i want to say though is just that there is a lot of bullshit surrounding this yes. topic unfortunately Straight and up. it can be very hard to find the truth about what's actually happening there but i think we've done a decent job of getting the Try facts around like what is going on there as well as like obviously what's the theories about it mm -hmm. you know what's the conspiracies about it because that's mm -hmm. a huge part of this topic as well but you know Pretty much everything in here is, is factual for the most part. Yeah. So. There's a lot of stuff, though, that's reported on wrong or it's just reported with a bias or, or it's, it's like not people, based on I anything. Went there, I it's saw this. baseless claims. Yeah. Yeah. So, Hearsay. yeah. There's a documentary, too. Um, the top documentary on it, which is probably is the only documentary on it, right? Is the one. I mean, there's like little. There's nothing like really professional because it's complete secrecy, right? There's yeah. this thing's completely secret, so you're not allowed to record it. That's the whole point. Yeah, it's a very secret. Thing. So there's no documentaries about it other right. than people who have busted through and like Alex snuck Jones. into it. Yeah, exactly. And recorded what they saw, which, yes. you know, we'll a talk about A long time that. ago, yeah. when Alex long, Jones long was a young man, he broke in there and made a documentary out of it. He did and it was it was an interesting documentary i gotta give it to him it was it was pretty interesting but there was some major bullshit in it like there was some, just some straight stuff up, that just was just wrong like incorrect reporting yeah. like we were just fact checking as we go we were like uh no this is not right this is not right but he did get some interesting undercover footage yeah that's so, that's completely authentic yes, which will show you it's definitely of so what there was some interesting here, stuff so. in it for sure yeah yeah before we get into all the uh really juicy stuff Let's talk a little bit about like what Bohemian Grove is. Like you've never heard of this before. You're probably like, what the hell are you talking about? So essentially what Bohemian Grove is, is that it's a essentially like a retreat for the wealthy and the powerful men of the United States. And it happens every June or July uh, for two weeks. It's a two it's weeks like get together. Boy Scout camp for rich guys. Yeah, literally, literally. Yeah. It's like a it's summer literally camp. Boy Scouts, though, because <laughs> it is men only, literally. 
only men are allowed. Yes. They're only allowed as far as like the guests and members of this Bohemian club is what mm-hmm. um, it's actually called that mm-hmm. this group, the secret society is really what it is mm-hmm. much like the Freemasons or, you know, other uh, things like yeah. that. So a lot of these people that are in these clubs are in multiple clubs. They're in the no, 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 no. Well, I don't think you can be in multiple ones, really? but well, actually, no, I'm sorry. That's incorrect. I just remembered uh, George Bush. The yeah, Bush family say, is in Skull that, and Bones, too. I was going to say, they're yeah, yeah, yeah. in multiple sorry. things. Yes, it's Skull okay. and Bones. So right. um, you can be in multiple, which but is the even Bushes weirder. are in this. But this is more of like, it's a membership club, but I don't it's know if they really like do. Elite and rich. It's kind of the way that I've kind of like come to know it as is this almost like country club type situation. It's mm. like the, a country club camp. For where the richest. It's like the richest, join. biggest country club. It's like a yeah. world country club. Right. You know how like the UN comes together? This is mm. like their version of it, except it's like a fucking... Off the books type of Crazy get together yeah. um, that happens yeah. at Bohemian Grove in <laughs> Sonoma County, California, actually. And the area that they go to is um, in California, they have Redwoods, which if you've never been to the Redwood Forest in California, it's Gorgeous. absolutely beautiful. To I went when Redwood I was really young. Forest. <laughs> Isn't yeah, that in the yeah. stream? Yeah. 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 This land that's was it. made for you. Exactly. Yeah. It's part of America. It's one of our most beautiful areas. The... So, of course, they're like, yo, let's make our little hangout, our little camping trip in there. <laughs> in this beautiful forest. Yep. And the person that owns it, it's actually private property. That's why they're able to like keep the public out of it. Um, It's 2,700 acres. That's a lot of land that they have. That's huge. Um, and, you know, some of the locals are upset because... It's a lot of land that could be used for everybody. Yeah. And why does the one percent or the elites get to control all of this land and keep it from everybody else? Yeah, there's a ton of protest actually in this area. Um, the locals go out and they protest it every year when the Bohemian Grove yep. event happens. And, Stand outside and yep. and demand. they can't get in. There's like major security, which we'll talk about. But yeah, exactly. Um, so. Yeah. So they have this giant campground essentially is what it is. And they have all these different grounds within it. It's this giant facility pretty much that they yeah. built in there. And it's all really these, private behind all those trees. Yeah, I mean, well, it's a it's thick a perfect barrier. place to have a secret hangout. Exactly. You know, his like, you know, you, you can't look into see trees. It. You can't see so far. Yeah. Yeah. You can't see it unless you're like in the area that mm-hmm. they're in. So um, they have all these campgrounds and they have all these kind of weird names that they've called them like Mandalay, Los Angels. Isle of uh, Avenues and Silverado Squatters, just to name Silverado a few. Squatters. It's just like goofy names, I Mandalay. guess is what you could say. Um, but in order to be invited into this Bohemian Club or this secret society, you have to be invited directly by the club. So they have to extend the invite to you, or you can come to the Bohemian so you Grove. Can't apply. I can't apply. Well, no. I'm a woman, so I definitely couldn't. Definitely apply. not. Otherwise, you come as a guest to the Bohemian Grove, the get together. Mm-hmm with somebody else um and apparently the initial joining fee is like twenty five thousand dollars which doesn't seem like that much for how rich a lot of these yeah people for are. them that's like a drop in the bucket right. yeah they're like Whatever. i mean that's a lot to any of us that <laughs> yeah like, that's a lot i would never pay 25 grand and join any club like but we've seen there's like clubs in new york remember there is god i can't remember what we saw i think we saw it on vice but it was oh it was on that show with um on viceland yeah 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 Who's the rapper? Um, Two Chains. Two Chains does a show on Viceland, and he like goes and tries all these really fancy rich people things, and he joined this like exclusive club in New York, and the membership fee club, to start yeah. was like fifty grand or yeah, something. Yeah, it, was yeah. even, it was double this. Yeah, yeah. So it's really not that much no. for a really rich club, right? Because all these clubs, yeah. clubs have membership fees. Totally. I, I guess once you're just rich enough, you're like, 
you don't mind being suckered like that you're like whatever i'll pay your membership fee well it's also like a status thing too you know yeah. like uh, part of it is i have actually a personal experience with this a little bit because oh yeah my my grand my grandpa is actually <laughs> it's a very funny man he's a funny guy because it, it makes so much sense to me now that i'm older and i understand this stuff that he got involved with this mm -hmm. so my grandpa is actually a um he was well there's something called the elks which is just like a <laughs> you know a club that you join it's kind yeah. of a similar fraternal type situation yeah um, kind of secretive. They have their little elk lodges everywhere, but it's like a pool hall. They're like mm -hmm. drinking beer and hanging out. It's like a socialization type yeah, totally. uh, experience. But he also went and joined the Freemasons. Like yeah. he went and became a Freemason and he has <laughs> a, I can't, I think he said he was like a 22nd degree Freemason. So they have like, um, they have a hierarchy of like mm -hmm. or, order within the Freemasons. And he's like a, and I started like asking him about it and he, he doesn't say anything about it. Like he won't talk about the rituals or any of the initiation stuff secrecy. you have to go into. It's intense. I went through a sorority. I'm sworn to secrecy. <laughs> yep. But he's, but he's got this. Janelle's in the same really sorority. Cool. Yeah, so right. we know the secret. Oh yeah. Knows no, the that's secrets. a great, I was going to say, yeah, no, you, the sorority or fraternities, uh, same type of situation. Oh, I yeah. mean, that's what Skull and Bones is, you know? Yeah, but there's no cool secrets. Like, <laughs> right. we like to be like, oh, yeah, we have, like, secret rituals and, like, secret all these things. But we don't. Like, we don't really have anything. I can't say them because I've been, you know, yelled at enough. Do not tell anybody this shit. So I am not going to say anything. But it's really not that interesting. You wouldn't care anyway if you knew. But but at <laughs> the end of the day, it's like... Uh, <laughs> an organization you join so that you can socialize meet friends network right that's what they pitch yeah. it to you as it's yeah. a networking tool yeah to network well we were also pitched definitely with the sorority thing like this will look good on your resumes yeah. that you know right uh, well yeah, that's because the name the name is well known exactly yeah. famous people who have been a part of your organization yeah or it can get you a job like that was also what we were pitched like you know there if might you know be someone else member. in yeah in the field you want to go yeah. in get you connections yeah, so. I just joined to make friends. Yeah, we oh, just joined because yeah, we I want some friends. <laughs> yeah, we lived in a very sm small cow town, college town area, yeah. and we didn't know any. We both, neither of us knew anyone when we went in there. Well, so, I knew you at least. Yeah, well, <laughs> actually, you didn't know me, but um, yeah, no, but I knew I would never make friends unless I was forced. It does to feel good to be like a part of a team, you know, whether that's yeah. a sports team yeah. or a club, or you know, feeling like you're a part yeah. of something that other people aren't necessarily yeah. a part of. Like I think it's like that. It's an instinctual thing. Sisterhood type yeah. of thing. Yeah. Like a, you know what I mean? It's, well, it's instinctual if you yeah. think about it. Like you grew up in a family and you want to mm -hmm. be a unit. So yeah. it makes sense that your friends you want that. now that I'm older looking back that. at it, like I'm like, oh my God. Like you have well, to pay membership fees and it's like so. It's all it's the political like, bullshit it's, you got to deal oh, with. Once yeah. you get into it, it's like, oh, well, yeah. this isn't just about this. This is about, you know, who's who and who's yeah. got the power and who, you know, who's controlling this and, and whatever and status and reputation is what it becomes about. Mm -hmm. um, ultimately, e it's an egotistical type of thing in a lot of senses. You yeah. Know? In a lot um, of for ways some people, I mean, obviously people are in it for the right reasons and some aren't, but yeah. Um, you know, yeah, that's I made essentially like what five it is. solid forever friends out of it. So mm -hmm. yep. it was a good thing for me, but yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely not for everyone and you're not missing out on anything if you didn't do it <laughs> well yeah because i mean you're, you're sworn to secrecy right yeah. and you have to you know you got to maintain that and and well, ours is a lot less intense than this like oh like, yeah people aren't like coming after you if you spill the sorority secrets oh like, no yeah well, yeah I hope your not. life's not online. what are they gonna do to me now <laughs> no charge me a fee or something <laughs> well now you can just google it yeah much, like. but i'm not gonna do that
because you guys don't care that's yeah. why and you <laughs> trust me that's nothing good well and you know keep the keep it special for the people out there interested you know <laughs> yeah i bet we have some sigma kappas out there actually listening maybe or some other yeah, shout out to greek any sigma people. kappas or any Ugh, greek people i like honestly kind of hate myself i mean as there. somebody that oh, okay. didn't participate in that it does intrigue me a little I know, bit i just i, I just hate like, being like hmm. oh yeah we were in part of this like a, this little club like i don't know i just i always feel bad because i know well, you don't feel bad when people are a part of like a team or a, a sports club. team or something yeah. it's the same yeah, thing it's the same thing i mean i guess you pay dues to be a part of that as well yeah, and I guess you do have to try out for that as well too. No, that's a good point. That's you a good absolutely point. Absolutely do. And all sororities are different. Yeah. Some do more than others, and you know, yeah. some are lame, some are good. I mean, are... at that time in my life, it was like perfect. Yeah. But so yeah, I mean, it's a good example, kind of to help put into perspective like these different clubs and societies. And this is kind of yeah. the same way. And just it's the... kind of weird though. It's just strange having secrets and stuff. The you know? secrecy thing is weird, and that's what people are protesting about: is the fact that there's complete secrecy about what they're doing what the people discuss because like as as you know i'm about to tell you there's like the people that go there are like really really well-known famous individuals that have a lot of impact on the planet mm -hmm. so obviously people are like what the hell are these people doing there so yeah. that's why they're protesting they want transparency like they should release what they're doing yeah they, they should be a pu should. they're public they work for the public outside of the club yeah so why the hell is it just because they're in this club because they can clearly, shut us all out like, yeah it's not like they <laughs> don't do anything there which that's what they claim they claim that it's for fun at, yeah it's for totally fun. for fun there's some quote that they use i'm yeah, forgetting what it was it we'll get to on, it yeah. okay um yeah no but just before we move on to the the members uh, i just want to say the wait list for the club is apparently 20 to 30 years um, and obviously no cell phones are allowed and 20 to 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> How does that even work? Like you got to like prove yourself till you're like 40 and then the old geezers let you in. Like that's how does insane. That work? Yeah. It's, it's kind of wild, but I think most of the members are like by association and family members and yeah. things like that. Um, do you think it's people... possible that like dads will bring in like their son when yeah, they're like can. at a certain age to like sure. start kind of going through the steps yeah. to become yep. so by the time it is 20 or 30 years you're like ready to go yeah, yeah. maybe that's you honestly can. i bet that's what it is that's interesting so you can bring in apparently you can bring in women and children but they have to leave at night as soon as like the sun goes down they all leave because nope. that's when the shit goes down it makes me think they're doing some like sketch right. shit they don't want their well, wives to know about they're going wild man <laughs> <laughs> it's what? it's like it's you know elite gone wild at night like that's what it is what? that is such a weird rule yeah so all the women go. Out by night. and then they even like inside of the bohemian grove area they because so if you think about this setup it's literally like a summer camp they've got the dining hall they got like a little place for you know this activity or yeah like, they got they all stage. the different uh cabins and bungalows or whatever yep, they they all stay. little names it's yeah. totally like a campsite exactly a campground yeah, yeah. it's like girls, so girls Boy, I mean boys. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. So they have like, they actually have workers there that are employed by the club to work the dining hall and cook and clean and all yeah. that and everything. Mm. Housekeeping and everything, uh, servers. And they allow women to be hired. They didn't yeah. for a long time, yeah. but eventually they did. And But they like drew a line. They're like, you cannot cross this line. Yeah, this is they, well, they were all. getting a lot of shit for it too. They like that. They were not wanting to do that. That took a lot for them to yeah. finally decide. Yeah. And then what did they give them? Just jobs in um valet and the kitchen yeah yeah so they're still not allowed to like be in a lot of no you don't get an important job or, yeah. no yeah exactly are the and women, why would you want to work there come on yeah. like who's like of all the places as a woman <laughs> i want to work for the boat that's what i was just about to ask you is it 
random people who are like yeah, applying it's for this. It's locals. So it's not like, oh, Hillary Clinton's working in the kitchen this time. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not elite. She's no, like they have like average. On, like. They have like, you know, average. Like, get on like us. Yep. You got sloppy joes tonight, everybody. <laughs> I heard you like them extra sloppy. <laughs> extra sloppy. <laughs> extra sloppy. If you've oh, seen that movie, hilarious. you'll get that. Uh, so Honestly. yeah, um, but let's talk about the people here because this is just where it starts blowing your mind. So this secret retreat, yes. um, people obviously because of the people that go there, people are questioning the motives and, and speculating about what they're actually doing there because literally the memberships uh, lists include every Republican president since 1923, yeah. as well as some Democrats, many cabinet officials and CEOs of large corporations, including the major financial institutions, military contractors, oil companies, banks, including the Federal Reserve, surprise, mm -hmm. surprise, and national media, as well as artists, actors, musicians are also invited as well. They got to get the fun folks in there, too. So you got all like the stiff folks and yep. then you got they invite all of these they love musicians apparently if you want an invite if you're a great <laughs> musician they'll invite you like i bet they john mayer could good go there <laughs> what? listen to this Janelle. really what mickey hart has been to bohemian grove no don't tell me that yes yes i was like no way of course he did what yeah like tons of of musicians well-known actors um have gone Bing to Crosby, Grove. Mark Twain. Also were there at one time. So tons of people go there, like more than I think yeah. we even realize, because it's like 2,000 people that go this yeah. every year. Well, let's wow. slow down for a second and think about this. Think of how many important players on a world stage attend this. We have military contractors, oil companies, banks, mm -hmm. national media, and then all of these CEOs of large corporations that control pretty much everything, cabinet officials, and then we have politicians, pretty much every president, right. at least the Republican side, pretty yeah. much all of them, and then a lot of Democrats too. That's pretty much everyone. Am I yeah. missing someone? No, and I mean... Maybe the Pope should have been there. <laughs> yeah. I mean. But like, seriously, this is clearly something important happens here. These people aren't just all getting together because sure, they not. are buddies. But that's not what people say. The... Um, somebody that actually was a former member has been quoted saying the over overriding agenda is to get so wasted every day that any reasonable person would immediately call 911 to get help. What? That's literally what a former member said. It's just a what like literally it's like just a safe haven for all these people to be out of because there's no recording there. So these guys because all these guys can't go out to like bars and clubs yeah. and like have huge parties like in public. So. This is like a private event. It's like a formal, a wild formal for them to all go to and get fucked up and just like act crazy and do wild shit there. That's insane. And former members are saying that that's the case. So, um, yeah. <laughs> but they play it off as it's just like crazy boys night, crazy weekend for the boys. <laughs> yeah, literally. Bohemian Grove is for the boys. Yeah. We'll send. <laughs> no, it, yeah, honestly, like it's definitely that type of atmosphere. I there. wonder if anyone chugs there like Steve will do it. They bring Steve. <laughs> Just double fist. What if George bottles? Bush can do that? He's like, bitch, Holy watch shit. this. <laughs> Chugs a handle of vodka. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even want to know. Actually, I've heard George Bush was a crazy frat boy. I've heard that too. He was apparently like, what's going on here? No, yeah. we're good. Right. Oh. Just got a little dark in here. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I don't like this. I don't like this. This just ruined my no, whole it's vibe. Fine. It's good. It's perfect, actually. Oh, I hate it. It'll I be know. better for the video. Yeah, it's Will better it? for our, our yeah. space background. Is Your it space though? background. Okay, fine. All right, fine. <laughs> anyway. But literally the mainstream is like 
says that this is just a giant team building exercise. That's how they like say that's the official like word for what it is pretty much. Team building. It's team building. Team building as in controlling. The All right, world. team. How do we control these? Peasants I'm sorry. This year? I just. I mean, maybe not every single person there is in on. Yeah, I think everything. Mickey's in on the. The oh new world order. For, I don't know if you people know, but Mickey is part of Grateful Dead, and that's why Josh keeps talking about it because I'm obsessed with it. Yeah, it's, but, yeah. I it's, thought it was funny too that it's of really all people, weird. Like, yeah, that's very strange that he would be there, like with presidents and things like that. That just like, makes me wonder, like, what the well, it, 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 so, so if you think yeah walks of life so many different backgrounds it's not like totally well, just this politics. is just a normal thing and it's just a big party. Why are they so weird about it? Why is there all this security? Yeah, Why totally. you know it's mm -hmm. strange. Mm -hmm. There's no media coverage on it too, which no. is so weird. No, it's because the media is there. Yeah, it's because the, they the, and they don't want to be filmed there. No, because people will be like, "What the hell?" Yeah, dude. I mean, don't tell me they probably do get fucked up. They probably do party and stuff there, but they also probably do some wheeling and dealing behind the scenes. They have well, meetings, very important meetings. It's a safe, private place for them to meet about important things. And off the record is the right. main and point it's of off this. Off the record, off the record, so they can actually probably. Do the negotiating, say yeah. the things they want to say. If I do that in the morning, people. and then they get fucked up at night. <laughs> Full so. send at night, and then they do politics in the day. Like that's yeah. what they do. But that's the thing is they absolutely deny that there's any business going on there, and that this is all just like a a back to nature retreat for the mm. elite. Okay. So, all right, let's talk about where where this all started because this is really interesting as well. So, this club, the Bohemian Club, is over 150 years old. It was literally founded after the Civil War. Mm -hmm. It's that old and that's what's interesting too about all these clubs and sororities and fraternities how far back they go right Yeah, doesn't like your sorority go back to the 1800s even yeah. like it goes yeah. back really far I think it's 18 what right? is going yeah. on in the 1800s that everybody's like let's start all these secret groups and stuff Maybe like, it's just like a thing to do back then. No, I don't think so. I think no? there is a I think there's like more I think there's something else at play as far as like getting people to organize into these clubs and things like that because if you look even farther back, like if you look at the Illuminati, mm -hmm. uh, the society, secret society of the Illuminati that actually existed was way back, like hundred, like over yeah. 100, 200, 300 years ago. I think it was like 500. Yeah, I think I it was like right. 1500 when it they long, first started. Yeah, it was a long time um, ago. So these secret societies have been around for a really, really long time and, you know, came over to the United States when it was starting to be colonized, which makes sense because literally the 1800s was right before the Industrial Revolution and kind of when... You know civilization moved into modern times or started moving in that direction yeah so it's interesting that all these groups of people got together and created these clubs and and secret societies um as things are starting to unfold so sorry i have to say something real fast janelle's playing with beads <laughs> can hear them you can hear them yes. oh fuck, sorry oh no you're all good but if you've heard this like little like uh frizzly like sizzle sound can you hear it I heard it's kind of like bit. sounds like static, but it's it's really? beats. Oh. She's playing with my um anxiety beads. Yeah, They're like these magnetic are really beads. Really doing it for me right it's now. No, you're good. You were just every time you hold them up near the mic when you're like do they looking make at them. Yeah. No, when oh, you move them though, they kind of make a sound. <laughs> yeah, I can hear that. A can you guys bit. hear that? It's, it's like a tap. Sorry, tiny guys. Tap. This like is actually some ASMR over this here. This is like mind blowing to me. So I'm just over here trying to like. I know. Crazy. No, I just wanted to. Well, when you, you hear the shit for the first time, you're like, what the yeah. hell is going on here? Like, I know. So well, sorry to interrupt you. No, no, no. <laughs> Just you're, know you're that good. like it's probably picking up the sounds. Yeah. Somebody's, right. you know, I started somebody... hearing it. I was like, wait, is there static in the oh, headphones? Oh, shoot. <laughs> right, okay, I was... well, no, you're good. I think folks. it was only going on for a little Okay. Bit. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so this club is old as shit. 
It was started in 1872 in San Francisco by Henry Harry Edwards. Um, and since 1878, they've been going to Bohemian Grove every summer. So this has been going on for a long time. Yeah. Bohemian Grove is not nothing new. Uh, no. Um, and sort of like the idea of when they created it was where Bohemian artists, which like, why is Bohemian in here? Like, because that doesn't mean anything evil or anything like, yeah. you know, that's just kind of like you know a style per se yeah, I don't know what the right word to say style, but um, yeah but it was just a camp I don't know if it's always like meant that though bohemian writers and artists would go to relax and just kind of, kind of get away from the world and and you know as far as we know and just hang out essentially and kind of over time it's evolved um and they kind of built it up more obviously it was just like very basic back yeah. then i mean i'm sure it was nothing crazy Mm-mm. um but over time it's way been less built members up. and yeah it's probably grown so much because like a former member has quote unquote said that it's very rustic oh surprise and there are scores of camps within the grove each with 20 to 50 people each camp is unique and has a different cabin or clubhouse they're wow. all along a main dirt road they burn firewood to stay warm and generally just host people from other camps or go visit people at uh, the other camps and provide entertainment interesting how strange it's literally like the way that this sounds is just like a kid's summer camp literally like a rich person's summer yeah, camp like but like summer. obviously this is the information that they've put out for the most part like i'm sure this they is the image out, they want i'm sure yeah this is what they want us to think it all is yeah and i think for the most part it is but then they also do a lot of meetings i think it's also just a main way for them to meet up you know mm-hmm. get all these big people in the same place at the same time every mm-hmm. year. It's just well, like another it's interesting away, but less like, formal. Well, I think also, I and think, they can mingle too and like drink yeah. together and get to know each other on a more laid back scale to do business, mm, evil business, so you know? Well, well, I think for a long time, like 1872, I mean, there wasn't that much going on like politically back then. Yeah. So I think originally this was really just like kind of a bohemian, like back to nature type place. For people that were into that, um, and newspaper writers that adopted this type of bohemian yeah. lifestyle. I mean, but I then over could, time, yeah, it expanded so into much, yeah. um, all these crazy elite people going there. And mostly, you know, all of them being men and white for the most part, which I haven't seen any pictures of any black members. I don't know of any names of any black members. I didn't that, see anyone. And there's a picture there. of like all of them. Mm-hmm. I don't see anyone. Yeah. Did Obama go to these? No. No. There, I, I, so I, what's interesting is that I don't know how this happens, but the lists get leaked on who goes to these things somehow, which I don't know if they're authentic or not. But I look through the 2018 one. There's no Obama in there or anything like that. Yeah. Um, nobody, and, and that's the thing, too, is it's not like as crazy as you would think. Like, it's not like Bill Clinton was in there. Like, Do you think Trump's I there? I don't know. I don't know if he's ever been like, there. Was he listed he might on been, one of those lists? Well, yeah, we don't have like, we all don't of them. We official. don't have all it's like, of them either. It's leaks. We only have like 2018. I think they have like 2008. They only have them like every now and then they get a whole, which I don't even know if they're real. Like, let's be yeah. real. Like, I don't yeah. know if they're real. Yeah, that's true. Um, But we do know from like the past that like George H.W. Bush was yeah. there. Yeah, George we know Bush a lot Senior, of the main people that we mentioned um, were there. Former CIA directors. There's pictures. Yeah, yeah. there's literally pictures of them at, that have mm-hmm. been come out from Bohemian Grove from people that have snuck in there and taken pictures and things like that. Henry Kissinger, yeah. uh, General Colin Powell, David Rockefeller, Donald Rumsfeld, George Schultz, and Ken Starr. So just a bunch of really, um, you know, influential people that have power in politics Powerful, and military. Powerful, rich people. Mm-hmm. 
And so they all go to this place. Well, I mean, gosh, that with the amount of money and control that all of those groups have, all of those interests that we mentioned, all of those politicians, they can make make or break the world. You know, they can make yeah. huge decisions. So Especially I feel like they get together like, to talk about what's going to happen in the world or what they're going to do next or moves they're going to make. Well, you'd have to think like, why else would you get together? Like, is mm -hmm. it really just to get all fucked up together? Like, come on. Yeah. They're Does busy. They're very busy. Like yeah. two weeks. Yeah, two to dedicate two weeks of that's their a busy long ass life. Boy Scout yeah. camp. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Why? Come on. Like yeah. you need two weeks off the record to just fucking no. take a break. They already go on vacations. They already have vacations. And if they're houses. just taking a break and hanging out, what's up with the like ridiculous security guards? Like they mm -hmm. act like the security is like it's Area Fifty One or something. Yeah, they have it. <laughs> Not locked. quite that extreme, I mean, yeah. but it's it's pretty intense. Like you can't get in there. They have well, they have because of the people that go there, they have secret service there. There's mm -hmm. like men in black rolling around. There's, yeah, because like imagine if um if there was like a great, bomb or something. Yeah, or, totally. You know, and God, that many people taken out, like important people in the world, would be crazy. Mm -hmm. Is it in the exact same spot every year? Do they like set it up slightly different so that people aren't like you know flying no, drones over it and stuff? It's, it's in the same spot. Same spot. I mean, well, same stages. They, might, they use the same yeah, things. They wow. use the same places, but I don't think their locations like ever been revealed. Like I don't know if anybody knows exactly, exactly where it is. Unless, well, I guess Alex Jones found it. So. No, they do know exactly where it is. They just it's oh a yeah, huge no, it's area. a campground. Yeah, duh, it's an, yeah. it's owned by it's a privately owned oh, campground. Okay. So right, it's private. It's Private property. property. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Private, That's private why. Property. Yep. Wow. But still, here's what it is. We know the location. We know the camp, but we don't know when the actual retreat. Yeah, and we is. don't they know don't where exactly within it. So I guess someone could like fly a drone around. But you, it's protected by the it's trees. Redwoods That's everywhere. why they're there, and it's yeah. in the summer every so year. True. So it's when the trees are big and fluffy and completely you can't covered. See through it. You can't air. You'll see it from the air. Yeah, so that's why they do it there. It makes sense. The trees give them so much privacy. Totally. Hey, it's, we know that. Trees give you a lot of privacy. We just bought a yeah. house with a buck ton of trees, and we have a ton of privacy now. Yeah. And redwoods are enormous trees, yeah. too. Yeah. These are like yep. the monstrous biggest. trees. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, really, really tall. Do you think people from other countries are there? Like, no. other elites? No. Other yeah, that's so what I was saying. That, like, there's not like a, like the Saudi royalty. No, that, kind that of stuff. event is called Bilderberg. Right. The Bilderberg meeting is the international, yep. essentially, Bohemian Grove in a sense. Like, that's where everybody gets together from around the world in secret and meets, uh, usually in Europe somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, that's Bilderberg. That's a whole nother uh, thing we could talk about. But this is just like United States people, like people that are uh, prevalent and powerful in the United States. What's funny is like we're talking about all how, you know, they, they're doing business and stuff, but literally the club's motto is weaving spiders come not here. Yep. Which basically means that they don't do like, they don't want any business done nope. there or anything like that. It's supposed to be like, get away from all that. Get away well, from your do worries and cares. They don't do official business. That's why they're not like actually signing contracts or like doing stuff like that. I bet. As far but as we know, they yeah. are meeting and right. discussing yeah. things. It's they're not like they just don't about. talk about it at all. No, no, yeah. no. No, because I mean, when when else are they with all these other people that are mm -hmm. important right off the record in person? Because a lot of they can't talk on the phone. You can't like ch like chat someone up and talk about what you're going to do for the new world order over the phone. Like it can. You yeah. Know, or if you're doing like, yeah, be tapped easily. It's not private. Like they need to meet about serious in stuff person, in person where there's where no chance private. of anybody like so leaking makes anything. Perfect sense. Mm hmm. Well, the Bohemian Grove's also been like a really 
big political networking tool for Republicans, especially. Yes. Like, that's what's interesting, too, is it does lean more conservative. It does. Um, as far as the people that are invited, which could also be a reason why, you know, why hasn't Bernie Sanders been invited? Or like, Who on the record like gave a quote that they said their favorite speech of all time was at, I think it was Nixon. Yeah. It was Nixon. Yeah, I have that in here. Let's see. It is. Um, yeah. He did. So in his memoir, Richard Nixon talked about the importance of his membership in the Bohemian Club. Mm -hmm. He said, if I were to choose the speech that gave me the most pleasure and satisfaction in my political career, it would be my lakeside speech at the Bohemian Grove in July 1967. Because this speech traditionally was off the record, it received no publicity at the time. But in many important ways, it marked the first milestone on my road to the presidency. Yeah. Can you imagine what that speech was about, dude? What they have an off the record speech about? It was yeah, probably it's... so creepy. If we heard it, we'd be cringing. Mm -hmm. Oh, I would love to hear what that speech was about. Well, and actually what ended up happening with this is after he said this, um, Reagan actually told him not to run. Like this was when Reagan told Nixon not to run and he was going to uh, go instead. But this was like, he was also considering running. But at this, they like figured yeah, out like, no, they, you're not yeah. going to run. I'm going to run. I'm going to run. And then you can run and later. Then, yeah, And exactly. they like made an agreement, like I'll help later on or and there's whatever. a picture like, of them actually resources. together which yeah. is kind of crazy sitting at a table like women. this is this doesn't show them going wild or anything like during the day they it's a business meeting they yeah. get all dressed they this they doesn't act, look like a crazy drug yeah. frat party right now no. i'm sure they do it in you know <laughs> in that two weeks they fit it in plenty of time to right. fuck around but you're not but gonna do that all day all night they yeah so yeah they yeah. have these meetings they totally try to day. cover it as just a big fun party yeah and at, at this particular uh chat actually uh or in 1963 nelson rockefeller was there and he was the picture that um if you're watching will show you shows nixon and ronald reagan sitting uh side by side of nelson rockefeller as they're talking about you know the future for the country and stuff which is interesting so i get why people want transparency especially if they're going to talk politics and things like that like the hell you know they're making decisions in there without the public it's knowledge pretty much and i mean gerald ford um was there he was invited by another bohemian member uh the founder of firestone tires <laughs> like wow. all these ceos that are there the Koch brothers yeah of course they're oh, i'm there. sure they were there um yeah tons of people i mean the list goes on and on and on there's just mm -hmm. tons and tons of people um but this is interesting actually um dr edward teller actually reserved the grounds in september 1942 he was a club member um, and he actually reserved the grounds because like when they're not using it, I guess the members can reserve it for things. Mm -hmm. And this this doctor reserved it. And he's actually known as the father of the hydrogen bomb and wow. literally laid the groundwork for the Manha Manhattan Project there, mm -hmm. um, which is really interesting to think about. And people are like, oh, they didn't actually like because some people are like, oh, they founded the Manhattan Project in Bohemian Grove. Yeah. And like on the flip side, it's like, well, he was the only guy there. So right. was he just like. In, in nature thinking about how he's going to destroy you know the world like what the hell he came up with the hydrogen bomb like how do, as a scientist how do you come up with a bomb that's going to kill mass amounts of people like what is your mindset and he's in bohemian grove you know yeah that's really weird it's it's very odd it's that he really, would go that there really makes sense to think about a hydrogen bomb yeah why i don't know but that's, i guess that's like such a huge world decision that there would be a lot of people to discuss that with right well, and, and I mean, it kind of leans towards the conspiratorial view that 
there's evil shit happening at Bohemian yeah, Grove and maybe right. like that's why he's going there. Mm. But this is interesting actually. Um, just talking about like what their mentality is, what is, you know, what are the members uh, thinking, their uh, kind of mind state. Um, actually, a political science professor in 1994 said that a lakeside chat was given and it was entitled Violent Weakness, which focused on how increasing violence in society was weakening our social institutions. So they do these lakeside chats, which is just a thing, a thing they do every year. And they have speakers and different types of people, including scientists, professors like this guy, give a speech about something that's kind of pertinent to like the worldview. It seems like it's like yeah. clearly they're talking about the world mm-hmm. and what's happening. Like they're not just like yeah, 100%. in La La Land all two weeks like at all. No. But this is yeah, this is it goes on. It's really interesting. So the speaker claimed uh, that to avert further deterioration, we need to recognize that the elites based on merit and skill are important to society. Apparently they got loud clapping. <laughs> and any elite that fails to define itself will fail to survive. We need boundaries and values set and clear. We need an American centered foreign policy and a president who understands foreign policy. This is interesting to me, especially for the fact that George W. Bush was there. Uh, yes. And this is right around the time that all of the wars really started with yep. the Bushes. Yep. Um, and it's really interesting, interesting that the, the message of this chat is that we need an American-centered foreign policy. And literally shortly thereafter, we had all these wars where America's inserting itself yep. in all these countries and regime changes and all all these things across the world and literally they're talking about this at bohemian grove yeah i think they definitely plan out some discussing and yeah colin powell's there donald rumsfeld's there i mean later on but it's like clearly they're talking about war yeah obviously why else would like they that. be there yeah so i mean they've got to be doing mm-hmm. doing planning there but the speaker went on to conclude that we cannot allow the unqualified masses to carry out policy. Unqualified masses. So that is interesting to me because it makes me think that they don't want they don't want anybody to vote or even politicians that come from our side of the table, like yeah. Bernie Sanders, people that are grass just, funded. you know, I mean, grass, sorry. <laughs> grass funded. <laughs> funded with grass, grass fed, grass fed. <laughs> corn fed politicians. <laughs> No, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like people that aren't backed by giant corporations, they don't want that. Right? Shut they want out. you to be in the club, man. Yep. If you're gonna try to run politics, gotta get in the club. Yeah, and we basically the be agenda. a puppet for the elites. Right. So oh, it's man. interesting. This this can like backs all that up, mm-hmm. and apparently, this speech was forcefully given and was received with an enthusiastic standing ovation by most members. Wow. Can you imagine all these powerful guys like, yes, we oh, must control. We weird. must keep others yeah, these out. Idiots must. Yeah. Wow. That's scary. The unqualified masses though. Yeah. That's like the people. Everyone. Yes. Yeah. The 1%. Yeah. Except for the 1%. Yeah. Everyone who's not there. It's like is... We cannot allow them to have a voice because no. we would vote for better things for ourselves and you know, right. not in their interest. We're, they're going to, yeah, they're going to stop us from furthering our control and domination essentially. So that's why they force feed us two political candidates. Yep. And you have to vote for one. You can it's so fucking irritating. The system is so messed up. Yeah. And that's the thing is like how much choice do we really have? We don't have that much choice. No, we don't. And we, how much of it is actually us doing things and actively changing things? 
not a lot it seems sometimes it seems like it's kind of predetermined in a lot of ways like yeah it really does our elections are important things are the corporations i mean we have no control of the corporations or what they do Mm -mm. or the ceos of those corporations no one even wants to talk about getting money out of it yeah it's so insane it's crazy it's like we have the stock market and yeah you can buy stock in a company but that gives you no right to the ceo or what he does or how he conducts himself it's it's really crazy Mm -hmm. to think about so the bottom line is like from this particular chat it's apparent that the term elite is a self-identifying term for them. Like they literally refer to themselves as the elites. Like when we call these people that that's yeah. because that's what that's they, call, what they themselves. call themselves. Yeah. And that's what they really are. So elitist, you know, so much for your club motto there, guys. Like you're not just like fucking leaving all the cares behind. And that's the thing is I, I think they repeat a lot of these things because of tradition over the years and stuff. But the, the meaning of Bohemian Grove has changed a lot. But mm-hmm. before we get into the extremely interesting ceremonies and rituals that they conduct, we'd like to thank our last sponsors for today. So what do they actually do at Bohemian Grove besides just party and talk politics and what kinds of activities or ceremonies that happen? Because this is a secret club. It's like a fraternity. They've got rituals and ceremonies. Well, this is probably one of the most interesting parts of this whole yeah shindig definitely what makes it really weird (laughs) Mm -hmm. and this is where you know the conspiracy theories go wild because it's it is very odd and it does have a lot of connections to some dark shit so at the um beginning of every bohemian grove uh event every year since 1880 they kick off their little two-week thing with something called the cremation of care so this ceremony starts with a parade of men dressed in red hooded robes, some carrying torches. Sounds like another group that I know of. But then there, uh, some of these guys are carrying a wooden box, basically like a coffin with the effigy of a human body inside. So fake. This is human really body. fucking weird. Mm-hmm. And what it is is, as far as we know, it's a wooden skeleton named Care. And essentially, this procession of robed men walk you know winds through the camp until they make their way to the side of a lake which is watched over by a massive 40 foot tall cement owl yeah dudes that's for real you got to look this up if you're listening the bohemian grove owl just google images it it's so big Mm -hmm. and creepy looking yes and it seems almost like they worship this owl yeah i mean they literally perform a ritual right in front of it Mm -hmm. (laughs) burning this effigy and so this is what Alex Jones, when he snuck in there, got footage of. Yes, which we'll show you in a minute, actually. Um, but basically what they do is they bring this FG there. They light it on fire. Um, there's a priest there that's like leading this whole ceremony, essentially, or somebody playing mm-hmm. a priest, you know, maybe not an actual priest. Right. Um, but all everybody is like gathered around. Everybody that's attending the event actually is watching this go down. Because um, like when you're watching it, it kind of, you know, if if you didn't think it was a ritual ritual, you would think it's just a play like you're watching a play like yeah, they're dressed up in costumes like. and they're doing like a it almost sounds like a little show that you'd see at like Universal yeah, Studios yeah, or totally. Disney World yeah. or something. Yeah. The way that it, when to- it's playing. The owl totally reminds me of something from Disney. I was about to say that <laughs> yeah. it reminds me of like a giant animatron. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, animatronic thing. Animatron. It, animatron. Oh, wow. It seems like. <laughs> It almost seems like one of those rides where you like it takes you around into these different rooms, you know, yeah. like uh, I forget which one it is. 
uh, that has that where the you're like Spider-Man. sitting in the little boat thing, thing oh, and it like it's takes a small you through. World. Yeah, oh, or like, yeah. Ooh, and then creepy. like all of a sudden you pop in this room and there's happens to be this tall owl and oh, there's like a fire yeah. and yeah, there's like people in robes looking. sitting there and like you know saying weird shit um, <laughs> because that's that's literally what it is. Um, the idea is that like care the little effigy gets burned and destroyed because it signifies like leaving all your cares behind and like you're gonna oh. leave the entire rest of the world out of bohemian grove and you're just gonna go fucking crazy oh, interesting and have a good time <laughs> pretty much crazy. yeah it's like an initiation for the weekend or for the but there's a lot of people that think that that skeleton is actually a real person yes yeah, they actually do burn because there's like I, I tried to look into this more but apparently there's like i think it was in like 94 or something somebody said that there was somebody that got sacrificed. There's a human sacrifice that took place. And I mean, there was that, never any proof of it or anything. It could but have at one it's point. Kind of, I mean, there's it's been, been around like, a long time. Former members that have said that they do like child sacrifice there and things like that. And just like weird shit that they cover it by saying it's like a wooden skeleton, but it's actually a, yeah. you know, a real Which human. that's what Alex but, Jones was saying too. Because in the documentary, he yeah. straight up, when he's filming it, he's like, you can hear them screaming. Which I tried to listen to it. I couldn't personally. But if you hear listen it. to it, which yeah, we'll play in a sec. But like, it sounds like a recording, right? Yeah. Like the talking and the owl talking clearly. Yeah. Like, yeah it it says some weird shit. So let's, yeah, let's we'll play the clip real quick. So that is the ceremony or a bit of it. Um, yeah, essentially to bring care, light care on fire with the help of the owl in order to, you know, essentially let everybody release their cares. And, and it's very, it's very ritualistic. And I get why people yeah. could think that it's something more than just like a, a play or some like weird But it story. could be because yeah. there's probably meaning behind all of this that we don't understand. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we're not a member, so we're not going to fully understand. And care, that could be a cover on. story too. You don't yeah. know. Care could stand for something. C-A-R-E. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't put it past these people. I'm sure they're not just having a nice little play. Right. I'm and like the sure ceremony is to like. Pretty creepy. And I guess they do kind of worship this owl in a sense. Like the mm-hmm. owl is their logo essentially. It's like. They definitely their do. God they built a, a huge statue. That thing is massive. Look at it compared to the people on the ground. Yeah, 40 feet tall. Huge. Yeah. It almost looks taller than that. It's really tall. Yeah. So they do this ceremony every year at the beginning. Um, and what's interesting is that like. You know Alex Jones that got the footage of the ceremony actually um, he believes that this owl represents uh, the Canaanite god Moloch uh, which is associated with child sacrifice in the Bible it's a biblical um, deity essentially but when you actually go back and look at the Bible it's a bowl it's not an owl yeah so he that's made what that, we were saying he, last night. Yeah. 
messed up with that or i don't know if he tried to yeah. i think or he tried to say they're like related or i don't know and then he also tried to say that the egyptians also worshiped an owl yeah yeah like saying that well that and that's the whole thing and and i guess that kind of leads us into the angle that especially like somebody like alex jones makes is the yeah. you know very like it's christians versus yeah. satan versus yes. good versus evil fight yeah and these people are evil to it. and they're you know worshiping these false gods and mm -hmm. evil deities essentially and you know that's why they're doing this thing and, and you know the whole conspiracy goes down the rabbit hole obviously yeah from there and the new world order and everything so but i mean the owl really doesn't I don't know if we quite understand why they have that. No, we don't. I'm well, sure there's a reason. I'm sure there's definitely a simple symbol for it or it's. Well, if you think of... about it, like an owl is always watching. Yes. It can swivel its head all the way around. So it's, yes. it's almost like a, you know, the all seeing eye symbol. Totally. And the owl kind of makes sense. It's like, it's yeah. interesting. There's correlation there. That actually does make a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and like somebody, another conspiracy theorist, David Icke, he, he came up with this whole thing that if you look at like apparently there's a diagram or something of the campground and he if you draw like really simple lines there's like natural lines that run through the campground that look like a owl oh wow that they actually designed the whole campground like, to like be looked uh -huh. like an owl which i mean doesn't mean anything yeah, that would i bet they did but also that there is rich um, people do. you know if you go back if you look at who you know the Canaanite God is and you go back into history and, and look at who this owl could represent and stuff like one of them is um, you go back to Babylonian times like the city of Babylon which was like destroyed because they were worshiping false gods and things like that and, and people were literally sacrificed like in the Bible they talk about uh, parents bringing their sons and daughters shedding innocent blood the blood of their own sons and daughters whom they sacrificed to the idols of Canaan desecrating the land with bloodshed that's literally in the bible psalm 106 34 through 43 um but that's a bull right but this is the bull right not the owl so there's yeah, not a direct there's correlation, not a correlation. but apparently um there's another picture of some other babylonian goddess that had owls next to her that were like protecting oh. her so the theory is is that these guys are like Canaanites and they're like a part of this ancient religion that worships these false gods that are ultimately you know any type of false god in the eyes of Christianity goes back mm -hmm. to Satan and satanic cults and rituals things like that so that's kind of the short version of that I mean there's a lot more to that but this uh, I wanted to bring this up because this was kind of interesting and and I, I can't confirm that this is authentic or not but I assume it is because he got it from when he snuck in they hand you a program right yeah. so we got a program and um for the oh, ceremony wow. for the cremation of care and he points out that um in on the program itself the the like wooden box where the effigy is looks like a little like skeleton of a child and i mean yeah it doesn't look like that to me it looks like a it looks like a skeleton. It's a drawing. I mean, I or a picture. I don't know what it is. I but can't even really see it. It's very hard to see. It's very faint, but you can tell like the legs are sticking up and then yeah. like the torso is really small. So he's like, this is clearly a child representing that they do child sacrifice there, which maybe, I mean. That's a stretch. That's a stretch, but. There's not enough evidence for that, I feel like. But I mean. 
And that there's this demon on there. I wonder PJ. if at one point, I wonder if like, you know, when they started this, they used to actually do human sacrifices. Like people were savage even a hundred years ago. Maybe, I wouldn't be yeah. shocked, but maybe eventually they were like, you know, we really can't do this anymore. Yeah. You know, it's going to get out that we're doing this. And um, the world changed a lot, yeah. obviously. And maybe they changed it to this whole thing about care and everything but they still want to have the ritual story for it sure yeah but i don't know if they're necessarily like still doing it yeah yeah you know it really i don't know i think it i think especially since prior to when alex jones went in which was 2000 was the time that he went in and filmed this there was previously people that had snuck in because i mean people have been wanting to know what the hell's going on in bohemian grove for a long time especially local people so like people have tried to sneak in for a long time and i mean I think it'd be pretty hard to like be doing that kind of shit and like people not hearing things and like seeing things, weird things mm-hmm. um, like the screams and things like that, which are clearly from this recording are just like something played over a recorder. Like you yeah, can hear speakers, like. the music they're playing there. Mm-hmm. It's, it sounds like you guys kept saying like a Disney play almost like, which, yeah. like it sounds like a Disney it sounds like, or Disney ride or, you know, like one of those rides you go to and it's yeah. like playing this thing in animatronics or whatever. Or like a haunted it, house or something. Yeah. Or something. Of. Yeah. Like a like staged a stage scene. show yeah. thing. Yeah. And that's what it seems like. But maybe at one point it was the real deal. Like, yeah, maybe now it's just a tradition. Mm-hmm. It's a ritual and they do it every year. But the people say that it's just a ceremony to burn away your worries for the next couple of weeks. I don't know. I feel like. There's got to be more than just that. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's weird. It's very weird. Um, but the other thing that they do there uh, during the two weeks is they do plays, which is interesting. They, they'll do like Shakespeare plays. Like they have the members participate in plays and stuff. It's really weird. Um, but w- one that they did in particular was, uh, or one that they do every year rather, is called the Grove Play or the Hijinks um, which is serious, and then the low jinx, which is not. Interesting. Um, and a writer apparently in 1989 described the low jinx as vigorously lowbrow or trashy, like just. I'm wow, sure just it was like just like humor. yeah, yeah, exactly, just dumbass shit. jokes. Exactly. And that every year they create new plays that are written and performed by the club's members, and oftentimes they're sexist towards women, of course. Shocking. Mm-hmm. They said that the mood is reminiscent of high school. And there's no end to the PP and penis jokes, suggesting that these men advanced in so many other ways were emotionally arrested sometime <laughs> during their adolescence. Like that's how they act, essentially. Wow. They and act they spend like they've seventy five thousand dollars on this play. On one of the plays, yeah. Why do they what? act like that? Like it's not funny. Like how could you as a fully grown ass dude be like, Oh well, penis joke? I think boys will always think that's funny. I mean, you think it's funny, don't lie. <laughs> I still sometimes think I mean, that shit's but, funny. Come on. Hi, like, they're describing it like they're running around being like, pee-pee jokes. But they are, literally. They're, like, running through the forest <laughs> naked. Like, people well, say... Okay, I'm not running through the forest naked, okay? I may laugh at, like, a pee-pee joke, but come on. Yeah, this it is, is kind of weird. It's all these really important people. That's what they yeah, do when they're together. They yeah, let's remind ourselves that none of us are the top 1%. Like, yeah, if that's seriously. what the top one's joking about, then we have concerns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man i mean it's just it's wild to think about that they could be doing that yeah it really is totally yeah and i mean like some of the other plays that they do are just inspired by like mythology folklore um even religion um but what's interesting is there may be a connection to the vatican actually apparently that would not be shocking yeah, yeah. well this is this is just kind of weird i don't know so the grove has a patron saint the saint john of 
uh, Nepomuk. And according to legend, St. John became a saint because of his devotion to preserving the sanctity and secrecy of the confessional. And the secrets he refused to share were those of Queen Johanna of Bohemia. So it makes sense that, uh, mm. that he would become a patron of, of all these people in Bohemian Grove. Because they take their privacy very seriously. And they ban all recording devices, obviously. Um, this uh, woman that worked there for the summer said that no cell phones were allowed. Even the workers are not allowed cell phones, obviously. Um, and some of these workers remember seeing cell phones destroyed in front of the offending member if they snuck them into camp. So, like, they're absolutely, like, serious about the no yeah. cell phone policy, no recording at all. I bet it's getting harder and mm -hmm. harder nowadays. Mm -hmm. They must have, like, a drop your phone in the bucket before you come into camp, boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but one of the, like, rumors that's out there is, like, there's prostitutes there. Like, we know for sure, like, in the early days there definitely were. But, like, people still believe that there's, like, a lot of, like, sex happening at, at Bohemian Grove, yeah. too. Like, whether it's, you know. Yeah. Uh, straight gay or consensual yeah. like whatever they're doing there's a lot of know. people who think that these these guys are like closeted yeah. and that they leave their wives and that's why there's no women allowed at night yeah <laughs> and then they go there they go and, crazy and yeah. just do wild shit yeah yep. you know fulfill their actual fantasies yeah yeah because they have to like fake their lives mm -hmm. so i don't know maybe they're doing that i wouldn't be surprised wouldn't be surprised i mean all these guys together for two weeks yeah it's like basically a big sausage it's fest, a giant so. release so yeah i guess jesus this was kind of interesting, though. That's kind of related to it. But on the $1 bill, if you look really carefully, really carefully, you got to zoom in uh, really carefully. But there's apparently an image that looks like an owl peeking its head over the edge of Wait. the semicircle on the $1 bill. And it does kind of oh. look like an owl a little bit. If you, It's like you can't even see it really unless you like get a microscope and look at it. But it does kind of look like a head of an it owl. They snuck it in does. there. And then mm -hmm. it's like, oh, my gosh, Yes. Which makes you think it's like, oh, of course there's an owl there. The Federal Reserve chairman's fucking at Bohemian Grove. Yep. They're probably like, hey. Let's when they the design the on $1 bill, they're like, hey. Like, we'll put a pyramid on there and an yeah, owl. Remind put, these motherfuckers yeah, who owns they're them. They're slaves, man. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. It's really weird. It is. Yeah, the owls can turn their head along the virtually see in all directions. Exactly I mean, it makes like a lot of said. sense. Yeah. Yep. So... What are they doing there? My mom loves the world. owls. I always buy her owl things. I, I love sad. owls too. They're such cool creatures. But now the elite are using them no, as I'm their... I'm never going to see it again. They're uh, their God. They worship. Well, something's clearly going on there. So, I mean, I feel like they definitely do a lot of meetings. There's a lot of casual yeah. conversations. It's a place to talk about things off the record quietly, you know, and be able to bounce things off of each other ideas mm -hmm. and stuff. I don't think there's any like, you know, official business being done there. But they, it's a casual right. place to, to, you know, make business deals and shit, basically. Well, if you think about it, it's like, it's kind of like a workplace function, right? Yeah. You go to a workplace function yeah. that's outside of it's the workplace. It's almost like they're a big company that runs the world. Yeah. It's like the New World Order's exactly. hangout camp. Yeah. It's like exactly. their big work holiday retreat. party. Yeah. <laughs> it's their work retreat. Their annual work retreat. Yeah. Yeah, it's literally what it is, where they can all like catch up, get on the same page, say all the shit they wanted to say. I mean, it's they don't weird. Say. The outfits are weird. It's all very strange. And the fact that but is so it just many tradition? of these higher up people go to this. Is it just tradition know, that's like, passed on from years and years? I mean, it did start in the 1800s. So yeah. it makes sense why they'd be way more ritualistic or whatever, um, you know. But I don't know. The fact they still, still do it the same way. I mean, it's clearly a ritual. No shit, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah. But is it like I tied to the weird, occult though. and tied to like this like dark 
satanic Are they thing. doing magic stuff? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. That I don't know. Are they drawing power But I think it's there? fucking weird that all these people are participating in that. The fact that like George Bush was like sitting in the audience like watching the owl is so weird to me. Yeah, thinking that they're just watching this thing. Yeah, that, yeah. Like, hanging out. Nixon, Reagan, they're all just chilling or thinking about like owl show. Like what the... is this shit? If people knew this, if the average voter knew this, they'd be like, what the fuck is this? But apparently they're like savages, man. Like these former workers that work there said part of the reason why women aren't allowed to like you know go anywhere or be anywhere near where stuff is actually happening is because they just desecrate wherever they want like they'll just like start peeing like right there in front of you like they're, they're literally like, we're men. they're whipping their shit out Manly all the time men right, running around, around with on trees yeah making pee pee jokes <laughs> <laughs> what the hell this is the it's so thing. wild oh my God. that's crazy yeah it's, it's really so weird. wild man it's just such a crazy so who knows what the truth is i mean we don't know it's still secret it is still don't know someone make a facebook page air raid storm gross storm that was the next thing to go viral now that would actually be like a that'd be great because fairly allow it would bring a lot of people into the knowledge on this yeah it would be interesting if that was something like that went viral dude that could actually they that could work if enough people showed up to bohemia yeah they did that special run Naruto run everyone ripped me for calling it like natoro run or something oh my god dude that's coming up you guys yeah that's coming up wait when weeks. is that that Isn't might like be the 20th yeah thing? actually it might be after our next episode hang on one second wait, folks area 51 the storm the raid the mm. raid man aren't you going to the raid i got my tickets already i don't know i think a lot of people are bailing on that really i'm surprised <laughs> i think a lot of people are realizing dude, someone's that. gonna fucking show up at least one dumbass is yeah, gonna show up guess, at area 51 guess who's gonna be waiting for him oh yeah. yeah they're gonna be the yeah. camo dudes yeah the camo dudes are gonna be like ah you actually showed up well we got a special place for you so it's the 20th it's a friday you know they they made it on a weekend so that you can enjoy your weekend after the raid you know because you'll be you don't have to go to work the next day or anything you can recover after hey, the guys, sorry i'm late for work i was out raiding late last night <laughs> <laughs> yeah i got stuck in the lower level very 51 over the weekend man it was crazy okay was so wild. actually we Let do a couple have aliens out <laughs> We do have UFO one more. <laughs> Stop. We have one more episode oh. before. So, yeah. Cool. But I'm excited. We got to have like some coverage of that. Yeah. We should do we'll like see. a live coverage episode of that. Live from Area 51. Dude, I wish we could, but there'll be probably no coverage of it or anything. No. What if it's like crazy? What if enough people come that like CNN has to cover it and they're like literally covering this <laughs> Area 51 <laughs> raid? Who knows, dude? 2019 has been a crazy ass year. I would not be surprised if it actually ends up being a whole thing. Maybe 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 not we'll see maybe maybe not maybe maybe not <laughs> all right guys you heard it here folks maybe maybe not <laughs> <laughs> that's my prediction maybe maybe not <laughs> oh my god we'll see but until then yeah hopefully you guys enjoyed today's episode if you did give it a thumbs up make sure to follow us on spotify itunes follow us on our uh, instagram as well yes we, uh, at Mile stream Podcast. the intro topic sometimes we so you can watch we stream them today us live on instagram so yeah but yeah we'll go ahead and wrap it up there today Thanks again for listening. Stay safe. And stay woke. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs> <laughs>